Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about a common situation that I'd say 100% of copywriters uh, face regularly all the time, and that is dealing with the impossible deadline. And the scenario goes something like this. The client uh, gives you a project or offers you a project, but they have a really tight deadline, so tight that it seems like it's impossible that you'll be able to do the job. And yet you don't want to um, you want to serve your client. You want to do well with your client, and you, and you, you want to, to do the project. So how do you handle a situation like that? That came up for me many years ago. I remember uh, I was targeting large design firms in the greater Toronto area, and there was one design firm in particular that I wanted to do business with, and I was you know prospecting to them and calling them up and and sending them letters and things of this nature. And then suddenly, the uh, executive director of that design firm gave me a call. And he said, Steve, I've got your letters. I've, you know, we've talked on the phone a few times. I have a project that I think you'll be perfect for. And I thought, wow, this is good. I finally got my foot in the door of this major design firm. And he said, we have this project, but we need it done by Thursday at 10 o'clock because we have a meeting with the client in the afternoon and we want to be able to present the client with the copy in the afternoon. Now he was calling me Tuesday morning and he needed the copy Thursday afternoon, sorry Thursday morning by 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock or something like that in the morning. And I forget what the project was but at the time I, I remember thinking Man, that is just impossible. I just don't know how I'm going to get that project done. I had other projects that I was doing that week. I didn't plan for this. How am I going to get this project done? And I almost said no. But then I thought, you know, I really want this client. I've been working a long time uh, prospecting to this client. He's finally given me a call. Who's to say that he would call me again if I said no? So I decided to do it. And I said yes. And now I'm in a situation where I'm dealing with a very difficult deadline with a brand new client. I have to deliver something within two days, and I have other projects on the go. So, how did I handle that situation? Well, I face that situation many, many times, okay? It just goes with the territory when you're a copywriter. But I have uh, nine tips that I'm going to share with you on dealing with impossible deadlines. And I think that any one of these tips, if you apply them, it's going to help you when you're faced with an impossible deadline. Because I can tell you right now, if you haven't already, you will face that impossible deadline with a client of yours. And you got to find some way to deal with that. So here's what you do. Nine tips for dealing with the impossible deadline. Tip number one, negotiate. Negotiate. Have a conversation with the client and see if you can push that deadline back a little bit. Because you don't know why that deadline is there. That deadline could be an artificial deadline. 
the deadline could be simply because the client wants the copy done soon, so so it's it's off his plate. There could be many different reasons. It may not be a hard date. It may be a soft date. And you might be able to negotiate an extra couple of days. And I'll show you a trick. Here is what you can say when you're negotiating. Let's say a client were to say, we'd like the copy done by noon this Thursday. And that's a really tight deadline for you. You can say this to the client. You can say, Mr. Client, what would happen if I got the copy to you first thing Monday morning, the following Monday morning? Would that work for you? And, you know, sometimes the client will say, hmm, yeah, I think that'll be fine. That'll be okay. So you know, you know then that Thursday was a soft date, and they're willing to push it back a couple of days. That gives you some breathing rooms, and it makes the project more doable for you. But sometimes it's a hard date, just like with the, uh, the design firm client I just told you about. He had a meeting with his client later on Thursday afternoon. He needed the copy Thursday morning. So it was a hard date. There was no negotiating with them. But always try to negotiate with your client when they give you a very difficult or impossible deadline. Because in my experience, more often than not, you're able to negotiate an extra couple of days or even a week or so because it's a soft date, not necessarily a hard date. So, so tip number one is negotiate. Tip number two, clear your schedule as much as you possibly can. If you had dinner booked with your friends on Wednesday night and you got something due on Thursday, you know, this is a, you know, these impossible deadlines don't come up all the time, but it's your business, it's important to you, you might want to put off that dinner. Or if you have some other projects that you can put off, at least for the next few days, so you can work full on on this, this tight deadline project, Put off those other projects as much as you can. Even if you've already planned to work on them the next couple of days, see if you can push them off a little bit. Because if you can, free up some time and clear your schedule as much as possible. It's going to be much less of a pressure cooker for you when you're working on this copy. In the case of that design firm client, I was able to clear the next two days almost completely. I had one other client project that I couldn't delay that I had to do some work on. But I was able to clear my schedule quite a bit, and that really helps. So clear your schedule as much as you possibly can. That's tip number two. Tip number three, start the project right away. Start it right away. Don't do the typical university student thing where you study for the exam the night before. <laughs> you know, you want to start the project as early as you can. In fact, as soon as the client gives you the project, gives you the go-ahead for the project, you should be doing some preliminary work on that right away. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't decide to take a day off uh, when you have a tight deadline at the beginning thinking that you'll be able to do the whole project tomorrow. You want to start right away. There's another reason why you want to start right away as well is that I find that, for me at least, when I'm trying to estimate how long a project is going to take me, I'm almost always wrong. It either takes me a lot less time than I thought it would, or it takes me a lot more time than I thought it would, and I don't always know. So if I have a project with a tight deadline, I'm, I'm worried about um, whether I'll make a mistake estimating how long the project is going to be. 
And, uh, you know, if, if I think it's only going to be eight hours and I think to myself, okay, I can do that the day after tomorrow, what if it doesn't take eight hours? What if it takes 16 hours and, and then I'm, I'm really rushed and I may not make the deadline? So if you start right away, you're giving yourself as much time as possible. You're maximizing the time that you have available to work on the project. And then if you get it done early, that's great. But usually you'll get it done just by the deadline. So start right away. That's tip number three. Tip number four, free yourself from distractions as much as possible. You know, avoid checking emails so much. Avoid taking phone calls if you don't have to. If, you have a, if you're working from home and you don't have a, a really private office, let's say you're working at the kitchen table or something like that, find a room that you can go to that is private. Tell the rest of your family that you have a project and you cannot be disturbed. Do whatever you can to, uh, to free yourself from distractions or potential distractions as much as possible. If you're the person in the house that cooks dinner that night, maybe you can get another family member to cook dinner while you're working on your project. Make sure you're not disturbed by people. Um, I have a sign. I have a home office, and I have a sign that I hang on my doorknob that tells the rest of my family when I'm working on an important project to not disturb me. So when they see that hanging from the doorknob, they know, okay, that they don't, they can't even knock on my door unless it's really, really important. That because I'm, I, I don't want any interruptions because I'm working on an important project. So you might have some system like that where you can communicate with your family members that way. Whatever you have to do, free yourself from, from distractions or potential distractions as much as you possibly can. So that's tip number four. Tip number five, get up an hour earlier or work an hour later, whatever preference you have. My most productive time is the morning. So when I want to get something done, and I usually start work around 7.30, when I want to get something done, I'll start work at 6.30. I'll get up an hour earlier, get dressed, get ready, and work at 6.30 rather than 7.30. It doesn't seem like much, but I'm always amazed how much more productive I am just by adding that extra hour. And I know it's not forever. I know it's just for a few days. Well, I get this rush project done. So it's, uh, it's not a big sacrifice for me. So you might want to try something like that. And if you're not a morning person, if you're more of a later in the day person when you get productive, then don't get up an hour early, but instead work an extra hour. Okay. If you normally work till 4.30 on your copywriting projects, work till 5.30 for a few days. You really only need that extra hour. It's just one hour. And yet you'd be amazed how much more you get done with that extra hour a day. And like I said, it's not forever. It's only for the duration of this rush project. So it's not a big sacrifice at all. So get up an hour earlier or work an hour later. That's tip number five. Tip number six, know when you're most productive during the day and work like heck during those times, <laughs> okay? Um, my most productive times are the first two hours of the day, and then I hit another productive time later in the morning for another hour and a half, two hours, and then after lunch for another hour and a half, two hours. Those are my really productive periods. It doesn't mean I, I, I don't work during unproductive times. I do, but I find that I'm, I have more energy, and I'm more creative, and I tend to get most uh, a lot of work done during those time blocks. 
So if I have something very important that I have to get done, a very important copywriting project and it's a rush job, I will make sure that I'm working on that project during those times. I may work on that project during other times as well, but sure shooting, I'm going to be working on it the first two hours of the, of the morning, the last two hours of the morning, and the first hour and a half or so after lunch. Because those I know I'm really, really productive during those particular hours. So you need to find out for yourself which times of the day that you tend to be most productive. And then make sure that you are working on the rush project during those hours. Believe me, that makes a big difference. So that's tip number six. Tip number seven, and you may do this already, but if you don't, it's particularly important that you do it when you're dealing with an impossible deadline. And that is write the first draft of the copy as quickly as possible, as quickly as you can. Even if it's horrible, even if it's a crap draft, you know, just just write as, as fast as you can and get all the information on paper or on screen as fast as you can. Write a really fast draft. It's going to be bad. You can improve it, make it better later. That's your job as a copywriter. No one else has to read it but you. It's a crap draft but write it as fast as possible. The reason why you should do that is that when you have an impossible deadline, it's, it's a huge pressure. It's, a, it's this weight on your shoulders. You can't stop thinking about it. It seems impossible. But if you can get, it, if you can get that first draft done, even if it's a bad draft, the, whole, the psychological boost you get by having it on screen, by, by, by having it somewhat done, even if it's bad, is huge. And it's just a huge relief. And you feel like you can actually get this thing done once you get an initial draft done. So write that first draft as quickly as possible. Like I said, it's a huge psychological boost for you that'll give you a lot more energy to finish the project within the time you have available. So that's tip number seven. Tip number eight if it's a longer project, let's say it's a website or a long-form sales page or a white paper, divide the project into smaller chunks and make those specific milestones. For If it's a white paper, for example, you might say, okay, I'm going to write the um, executive overview, which is usually two or three paragraphs. I'm going to write that first and get that done today, and then boom, it's done. And then tomorrow I'm going to write section, the first section of the body, of the main body copy. And then the afternoon I'm going to work on the second section. And then the day after I'm going to work on my ending, you know, the summary section of the white paper. So you can, you know, you can divide it up into chunks. I never even talked about research. You have a day for doing research. So you divide it up in specific chunks and then finish those chunks. Um, again, it gives you a psychological boost. And the project doesn't seem so big and so impossible because you're actually divide, dividing it into smaller projects that are much more manageable. So try that. That's tip number eight. And tip number nine may surprise you a little bit, but it really does make a big difference, especially for me when I'm under pressure trying to get a project done. And that is to eat well. When you have an impossible deadline, the worst thing you can do is to get yourself a bowl of chips or gummy bears as, as 
comfort food <laughs> and if, try to fuel yourself up that way while you're uh, working on a rush project because you know these artificial boosts in energy that you get from sugar comes crashing down uh, just minutes later. Uh, it, it really affects your productivity. I find it does. So you want to eat well, eat healthy. Okay, uh, avoid the Haas-and-Dawes uh, ice cream at lunchtime, you know, things of that nature. And just pretty much eat as you normally eat. Uh, just avoid comfort food. I know you're under a lot of pressure. I know it's uh, an impossible deadline and you want some comfort. And for some of us, it's food. <laughs> but avoid that. Eat well. Because if you eat well, that'll give you the consistent energy you need to get through the project. Believe me, I found that eating well uh, has a much much greater impact on my productivity than I ever thought it would, frankly. So that's tip number nine, eat well. So those are the tips. Number one, negotiate. Number two, clear your schedule. Number three, start the project right away. Number four, free yourself from distractions. Number five, get up an hour earlier or work an hour later. Number six, know which hours during the day you're most productive and work on that project during those hours for sure. Number seven, write the first draft as fast as possible. Number eight, for longer projects, divide it into chunks, divide it into smaller projects. Number nine, eat well. And if you follow some or all of those tips, it's going to make that impossible deadline much, much more possible and reduce your stress as well. So even with a tight deadline project, you are, you're still enjoying it. <laughs> you're still enjoying the work, which is important. I'm going to leave you with one caveat to all this about dealing with impossible deadlines. That has to do with your client relationship. You always want to make sure when you accept a rush project or any kind of project that has a really tight deadline, that you make sure that the client knows that this is an extraordinary thing for you, that you're, uh, that you're pulling out all the stops, that you're rearranging your schedule, that you're working extra hours. Tell them that this is a very special deal for you uh, to get this project done. Because what you don't want to do is make the client or train the client into thinking that you can do these tight deadline projects all the time, that rush jobs are the norm for you. You don't want the client thinking that way because if, if they do, then guess what? Every project they give you is going to be a rush project and you don't want that. So when you accept a rush project, make sure that the client knows you're going to be putting in an extraordinary effort on this project. You're going to be working extra hours. You're going to be putting aside other projects. You're going to be giving this client special attention. Make sure they know that so they know that you're doing them a big favor here. And also so they know that this isn't something that you can do over and over and over again. This is something that only comes up occasionally. So that is, uh, those are some tips for dealing with impossible deadlines. As a B2B copywriter or writer, you're going to be facing this. So you might as well have a strategy in place for dealing with rush projects and impossible deadlines. And I hope some of those tips I gave you will help you create that strategy for yourself. So I'm Steve Slomwhite, and I hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success. If you'd like to listen to past episodes of this podcast, you can do so on iTunes. Just do a search for B2B Writing Success or go to www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. And you can find all the past episodes right there, along with a wealth of other resources 
that'll help you in your B2B copywriting or writing business. So have a great week, and I will talk with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Sloan-White. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.